If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Scott Enster Network. If you want insanity, then this is the secret society that will do it for you. Now, the oaths and those things that are taken in the Freemasons, as we go over them tonight, we've done show one, show two, this is show three, part one, part two, part three, and I'm going to continue with four and five next week. And what we have here is we have people that are looking for camaraderie, we have people who are looking for friendship. We have people who are looking to be gods. We have people who are looking to be knighted. We have people who have no idea what they're doing. And so we have a hodgepodge of men. We have uh, the Eastern Star for women and other groups. We have the Demolay for the boys. And what we find is that there is a tremendous amount of curses that are brought on to those who come into such things. And then we take a step back and look at the whole foundation all the way from the very, very beginning of the United States, everything that goes all the way back to Nimrod, Solomon, okay, the Cabal, those things that of the Talmud. Everything that we talk about here is in opposition to the God of the heavens the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do you understand? This is a counterfeit. This is a, a intentional facade, as we talked about hoodwink, to carpetbag men into taking oaths that bring curses upon the family. This is a demonic ploy. Now, again, as we mentioned, for evil to prevail... Good men do nothing. You cannot negotiate with evil. You have to eradicate it. So those who have joined forces with Satan are nothing more than tools, tools of Satan. And when Satan is done with them, he destroys them. Now, and when I say that, um, there's, that's the physical death. You still have the spiritual death because of those things that you've done against, against our God. Now, if you go to my website at scotthenser.org, you'll see the Freemason renouncing prayers in PDF. It's free to download. There's others that are also available out there. This is one that I've been using a very long time, and it seems to, to cover those things that are important. 
for specific deliverances over the years that have been very tough, things that have been um, very devastating to people and their lives, divorces, early death, premature death, insanity, poverty, um, and, and all the things that basically surround disasters, Apollyon, those things of destruction, okay, uh, the old dragon himself. So, so why would anyone want to do such thing? You know, well, again, th- those who come into the, the beginnings of Freemasonry, as I talked about last week, the Blue Lodge, the journeyman, those things, uh, you know, of the first degrees, that in, in reality they really don't know. Now, there may be some who have an inkling. There may be some who are already bad that have already sold their souls. But I've actually known of people who were professing Christians that fell into this. And uh, the situation got very bad with them very quickly because they had already committed themselves to Jesus Christ, and then they went outside that protection, and so the demons jumped on them immediately. Now, for part three here, we're going to talk about the Holy Royal Arch Degree and the 18th. I don't think we're going to get into the others, We'll see. But there's a lot here, and I don't want to just skip over anything. I don't want to just jump into anything. I've got a lot of information. This is a lot of information, and I'm trying to point out to you that these oaths that you take and the rituals coming into agreement with the dark side, what happens to you? What happens to you, your spouse, your kids, uh, again, your health, your finances, that, it, that is a generational curse then perpetuated, created, set forth onto your family. So why would anyone do such a thing? Really, I, I don't believe so that they know. There may be, again, a few, but I think across the board that's not the case. Okay? Now, I, I also want to point out that as we go through these, it isn't just you hear of 32nd and 33rd degree and Shriners. Uh, there's a lot more involved. Now, if you're actually in the Illuminati, uh, there's degrees that go above that isn't uh, public. These are within their own organizations. These individuals are of the black nobility. They are reptilians. They are the seed of Satan. These individuals are, have nothing to do with God. In fact, they're an abomination of Lucifer, of, of Azel, uh, the fallen angel, those that made in the agreement. This whole thing is for the last days to destroy man. Now, Skull and Bones is an, is an offshoot of this. Now, this is in the Ivy League colleges. We know that the Bushes were involved. And that's by invitation only. Nobody just comes in and wants to join them. So it's normally an elite group, but they themselves aren't human. Do you understand? So those things that the church have not taught you over the years have finally come home to roost in you because you've been disarmed. You're put in a position that you don't know how to war, you don't know how to fight, you don't know how to pray, you don't even believe that Christians can have demons, you're under a curse, uh, you, you know, you're just uh, you're a mess. And though there are those who are doing well, but then we find that most of them are actually not doing anything for the kingdom of God, so Satan's not really doing anything to them. 
It's those who are really truly in the battle, those who have may have been heavy in their sins at one time and then came out, okay, whether you were in witchcraft or you were just a bad, you know, bad old putty cat. And so by walking away from the devil, when I say that I'm talking about the demons, that they retaliate. They they pagese, they set snares, they 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 ambush. Okay? Now that's what the way most of your life has been. Now that could have been your parents prior that broke away, but since they didn't know how to war, since they didn't know about deliverance, since they didn't know about breaking curses, because this wasn't resolved, even though it could be through the blood, then it passed on to you. And and let me tell you, um, those who are attacked the most, actually I found there was much given uh, as a responsibility for them in these last days. Because remember, it's no mistake that you are alive today. Okay? You're here on this earth. There's a spirit within your body given to you by God, unless you're a reptilian, and that has a purpose that is one to to come into relationship with God. That's why we were placed in the garden, and then man fell. And and by the way, many of these things that come out of Freemasonry are a mockery of that. And I'm going to talk about this because there are things here that are curses by God Himself for the abominations that are done within these rituals. So I want you to understand how severe this is the severity of the curse upon you and your family, okay? No one should take this lightly. Now, again, the last show for the degrees of one, two, and three, the Blue Lodge uh, journeyman, and then on the first show, I basically introduced Albert Pike and, you know, what he was all about, uh, his history, the United States, the, the Europe-British connection, the foundation of Washington, D.C., how those things were done. Uh, you need to remember Washington himself uh, was a Mason, and, and they hail him up for that. Okay, so so don't think for a moment that it didn't get corrupted until he came along. It was already uh, in, a, in a bad situation. So the Holy Royal Arch Degree, okay, um, this is in all the main Masonic systems, okay, part of a, a, of a specific or defined level. Okay, an order above and an order of below. Not above as as above or below, but those things in order. Now, you'll find mostly that in, in the British uh, Masons uh, that this is pretty much where it's mostly stationed or more or mostly used because they, they break some things up. But you'll find it, you know, depending um, whether it's uh, United States or Europe, you'll find it in both. Now, you need to remember that Albert Pike himself was both over Europe and USA, okay? So you're going to find it here, too, right? Now, it's also known as the Royal Arch uh, Mason uh, in Europe in itself, okay? This is a degree giving after completing uh, the, the, uh, the last three crafts, okay, one, two, and three, and then uh, to, to show your level of competency and your devotion that you're willing to go to the next levels. And you're going to see what these next levels are because these these are game changers. I mean, you've already stepped in the poo 
now now you're ready to set it on fire. Okay, that's this is absolutely amazing. Okay, now here in the U.S. they can also refer to it as York Rite. Now, uh, the the past master, Mark Master, Master Excellent, you know, Master. That's these names are given to those individuals, in in the specific order. Um, they ordained in themselves within that group of the Holy Royal Arch Degree. Now, just like any corporation, you've got a separate, you, you've got management, okay, which would be those who manage the, the workers. Then, then you come up to the upper echelon, the ones who are corporate, the CEOs, okay. You may have investors. You may have those that are brought in as consultants, Okay, so so a lot of this is like that, and that's why all these different uh, uh, classifications. Okay, we talked last week about the guard uh, and and their job, and as we move forth, then we find that once they determine an individual and their responsibilities and in their craft. Notice they're using the word craft here. Okay. So their talents or, or what spirit, because believe me, see, the very fact of the oath that you've taken, you're already, you've already opened up the door. Okay? So the question is, what demons came in in what order to establish what foundation? And in that, because they're, they're driven by the demonic, I won't necessarily say clairvoyant, but there's an influence, and then they're chosen accordingly. Okay, do, do you, does that make sense now? Okay. Now, uh, the, this may also be brought up, too, as a Scottish rite, okay, which would be considered the 13th and 14th. Again, how one lodge may be a little different than another. Someone who's in the Masons may, not, may say this is incorrect, but you go to another one, they say yes. The, the point of it is, is again, there, there's a division, a order, okay, and, and the particular craft of what they do, and this is just simply their ranking. When you go into the military, you got the same thing. You can call somebody a sergeant. You can call them a master sergeant, a sergeant of arms. You understand? And so once you have that established, and within their own group, they know who's who. Now, it's, remember, this is all in secrecy. So nobody outside the lodge knows anything about that. Now, just uh, getting into what these curses that I'm about to go through here bring in. Now, remember, as you go up the degrees, there are oaths that you take in the continuance of defying God, blaspheming, okay, a rebellious. Now, these curses are, and listen to me, removing of the head off of the body, okay, removing the head off of the body, okay, decapitation, okay, this isn't this is an oath, ladies and gentlemen. That if you do not continue in your obedience and those things that you do to um, to to be rebellious against the order that you've come into, that these are the things that come upon. But what they don't tell you is that they can come upon you because they are an abomination. Do you understand that? Okay, you you bait and switch here. You, you you've been you, you took you took the cheese. All right, the trap's closing. So this is all a lie. Now in this, let's say that you're in a vehicle accident and your head's removed from your body, 
If anyone's been in law enforcement, emergency services, unfortunately it happens. Okay, it comes off a little easier than you think, especially with high, you know, several thousand pound vehicles. Now, with this, let's say that you're in traveling between New Mexico and Arizona on your way to, uh, let's say, Tucson. And you're decapitated, your head smashes on the ground, and the brains come out. Now the brains are subject to the sun, okay? Now we also know that there are sun gods. We know that they're, that the the uh, demonic, the occult, are, are very you know heavy into that. Julie can, can lay that out in a little better than I can. But the point of it is that in this brings fear. Now, the battle's in the mind, okay? You lose your head separated from your body in other cultures, okay, like Asian, like um, uh, the, the, the maybe Korean, I don't know about Korean, Japanese, uh, Chinese, uh, when I was on, on the islands of Taiwan. The Japanese, when they came to the islands, the reason they threatened to cut their heads off is because they, in their in their own um, religion, believed then that since the head was separated from the body, that in their death they would continue to wander aimlessly in the spirit realm and never find peace. Okay. Now we un- we have to understand that every one of these cultures somehow is generated from the demonic. So when you go around the world. And look at things, there's similarities. There's things that parallel and cross. So this is, in fact, in and itself, showing that once the brain is exposed, then it is vulnerable, right? But what else does that represent to us? That represents to us that we are vulnerable to the spirits, that, that the basic base of this particular degree brings in what? Insanity mental illness, fear, phobias, those things that would keep you from from being who you are because of the bondage of that that's been implemented on you, all right? Now, in this, uh, the Mark Lodge, okay? Now, that's bringing up the square and the angle that you see for the Freemasons, okay, which is half of the star, okay? Now, this also is a representation of death, of those things of blood spattered, okay? Now, in this mark, the curse uh, of it is marks a person for life, okay? Well, you're doing it anyways, but they, so, so what they're doing here is they know it does. See, they're not going into it in ignorance. They are willfully doing it. That's one of the problems with witchcraft that those that, that truly have that uh, on them know what they were doing, okay? You know, you can play with tarot cards, you can do as this, but if you go to that next level and you know what you're doing, you have given them a right. Now, <clears throat> uh, in reference to this, you remember the ring, you've probably seen the ring that, that the Mason's wearing, it's got the uh, the square and the angle. Now, um, it can also be referred to as a compass, but... Uh, uh, a, a talisman, okay, a pendant. Uh, these these are like the ring or or a necklace that's then placed upon the individual that comes into Mark Lodge, and as they enter in in their oaths or their secret languages that they bring, they only wear it in there. I want you to listen to this. 
because this is this is extremely heavy. Okay, uh, and and by the way, um, those who are in this craft make the jewelry. Okay, it isn't like that you go to somewhere and, and buy it. Okay, now again, these are worn at the lodge meetings, and as they enter in. Okay, we talked about Boaz. As they enter into these chambers for this particular ceremony, because there are ceremon- these ceremonies are different for the different degrees, then I want you to understand that Jehovahon, that as they come in, that this also relates to Mormons, okay, because Mormonism is under, under that, that what they're indicating is they come in and give that secret passage word, okay, and Ami and Rushaha, Okay, mercy and peace to my, to, of the people is what they'll tell them that it is, but in the fact it's not. What they're doing here is that this, the Jabahon, is actually a three-headed demon out of hell that is a frog and a cat and a human, and the human is wearing a crown. So what they have done when they come in, they're acknowledging that this creature is their god. Now, some of the pictures are depicted as some kind of an insect, six legs, uh, spider, whatever. Uh, the point of it is, is that in this, you're now you've denied God already. Now you're acknowledging a demon from hell. Okay. Now, remember, this is all in the renouncing of the Freemasons. Okay. Now, <clears throat> when this is established, and you have been okayed to come in, the guard, that you have the right of passage now because you've willfully given your soul over to Satan because that's what you've just done, that in this now you do the false communion. Not a mock, that comes later, but a false communion. Okay? It's an, a, a Eucharist. Those things of Catholicism. All right? Now, I want you to understand, as I go through here, okay, this is sealing the deal for the death of your families, for the curses, for those things that are not going to be edifying to your families. This is why many of you, when you have tried to do um, reading this you know, on your own, you've you got to pull a wastebasket up, you quiver, you shake, uh, you, you manifest, things cry out, um, because what I'm going to tell you, right, what I'm going to go through right now, I want you to understand that any time that you mock the communion or you bring it in a false sense, because what you're doing here is you're going to take a communion to this three-headed creature from hell. And in that recognition of what you're doing, you're also denying Christ. Now, in 1 Corinthians 11.27, it discusses about taking the communion in an unworthy manner. Okay? If by doing so you are guilty of the blood, you are guilty of the body of Jesus Christ and what has been done to him. Do you remember when the Jews said, let the blood be upon our heads? And where does this stuff come from? Hmm? See the similarities here? People, you need to understand what's really going on in, in those things of Zionism, those things of Judaism, those things uh, of the Torah, those things of the Talmud, those things of the Kabbal. This all comes from that. Now, in 1 Corinthians 11.30, as you continue, 
For this curse, many are weak, sick, and asleep among you. This is, quote, a curse from God for what they have just did. Okay, many are weak. Okay, you, you haven't eaten, most likely. You're sick. That's why you're weak. And then asleep in those days referred to as those who died or perished from such things. And I can only assume that they're in hell. Now, again, this is a mockery. This is skepticism. This also leads into the unbelief of, of what Jesus, his redemptive works, did for us. Okay? Th this is so massive, ladies and gentlemen, that do you understand now why the United States is cursed the way that it is? Okay? Now, again, where does many of the churches come from? It comes from those things of Freemason. They were Freemasons who founded most of the foundations of those established um, uh, churches here in the United States. Those things of Baptist. Okay, I want to go into a little bit more about this. Now, again, this curse in specifics brings in insanity and mental illness before death. So if you have those in your family that have borderline personality disorder, that have schizophrenia, that have basically, you know, insanity, that are bipolar, that are, um, you know, about everything you could imagine that keeps them from functioning as normal uh, human beings, that this in itself, the Royal Arch Degree under the Mark Lodge, coming in, okay, and doing these things are virtually going to place you not just at odds of God, but in agreement with the demon of hell and cursed by God. Now, who in their right mind would do such things? I mean, you can make a mistake and get into those things of the occult. Um, you may think that you're, you're uh, getting into something that is actually empowering you, that you're going to do some good. You know, and then there's, of course, those who do enter into those, those things that are, have a different attitude. But the point of it is that anybody that does this, they have cursed their wife because your wife becomes what? One flesh. And your children are the offspring of that coming together of the flesh. And in it, since the male committing such an act carries the curse from the garden, perpetuates it with this royal arch degree curse. Zowie, all right? I mean, uh, just how does this happen? Now, the 18th degree, <clears throat> okay, now at this point, once you've established yourself that you have another God, you now start calling things most wise sovereign knight, okay, the pelican. Maybe Julie can tell us a little bit about the pelican, those things of the eagle and the, and the occult. Now, basically what it means is that there's witchcraft, that you're now entering into sorcery and witchcraft, which falls under what? Divination. What did God say about those things? Those who practice such things will not hear the kingdom of God, but must be put to death. Okay? Whenever you have witchcraft, you also have mind control. When you have mind control, then you have the inability to make decisions that are of your own. 
You also, because of such actions, do what? Because of your influences within your family, you, you know, let's say, okay, gentlemen, you're supposed to be the head of the household. You now have placed your son, and, and, I, and unfortunately I've, I just saw a case recently here of mental illness being passed on to the son. Now, it, the, these particular orders, though you may have someone that says, well, but I'm not a Mason, but you still do these things in the occult. And when you have witchcraft, you have mental illness. When you have witchcraft, you have mind control. When you have witchcraft, then you have involuntary actions that you do. Now, in your spoken words, that since you are so now heavily loaded with demons, that, you know, like borderline personality disorder, witchcraft is in the basis of it. So when they get angry and they speak to someone and they project their words onto them, how dare you do this to me? And, uh, you know, I curse you. And, and or I, I hope that you get something all over your, your skin. I hope that you die in a car accident. You see, they speak curses. When, whenever you have, you're in bondage of this type, things aren't going to go well. Okay? There may be for those where the Satan opens up the door, Lucifer, and all this wealth, because now you're hobnobbing with all these wealthy people who have all sold their souls, and now money starts rolling in, okay? And now you're getting set up, you're getting put up on that pedestal in order for Satan to kick it out from underneath you, because most of the people in the lodges are not of the parter of the upper echelon. They are not of the of the of the of the black nobility, and they're human. And so that means they're nothing more than a tool. So they've hoodwinked, they've pagiced, they've snared humans to do those things of the spirit realm to bring curses, to, to sin, to give legal right, to spill blood, to taint, to defile, to open the veils, to allow the demonic to have legal right and control areas. Notice I said areas. You're going to notice that literally within every town, because I even noticed this when I went to Wounded Knee, there was even a Masonic Lodge right there just as you come into to the uh, reservation, that in that they, they, they defile every square foot of the United States. I don't care if it's Coeur d'Alene. I don't care if it's Fort Worth. I don't care if it's in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, that that small, you know, Pennsylvania is not that big compared to Arizona and Texas and some of the others. But yet there's all those people, all those lodges, elks, moose, even odd fellows. We got an odd fellows here. And they're all basic run under that and they still have their oaths, they still have their ceremonies, and it defiles the town because who's in it? The mayor, the chief of police. The pastors, Scott, that's the pastors. Look, ladies and gentlemen, you think that guy that stands up at the pulpit who lies to you, do you know why he lies to you? Do you know that the oath that they take when they come to the Masonic Lodge is they have to? Do you know Jews uh, are given a right through, through their, their doctrine, that of the cabal, to lie to you and me? 
because we're not Jewish, because we're Christians? Do you understand that? And 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 when you, as I broke down, when you have the 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 moon, the the, the crescent moon, uh, the sword, and those things, they're the same as Islam, and an Islam does the same thing. So those people that you're dealing with have sworn oath to lie to you, ladies and gentlemen. And what did God promise? All liars will have their time in the lake of fire. So again, the 18th degree, most wise sovereign knights of the pelican and the eagle. Okay, so those are those uh, in itself. You'll see crossbreeds of, of things, but but again, these are this is witchcraft. These are demons. The, this also rose the, the rose crocs. Those things of the Rosicrucian and the Cabal, again, Zionism and Judaism. Okay, these are under that as well. Now, in this is the claim of... Okay, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The claim, the death of Jesus was a dire calamity, deliberate mockery. The hair on the back of my neck is standing up. Do you realize what they've just done here? This is that man in the pulpit. This is that the guy that runs the police department, that is uh, the, 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 the elected sheriff, the mayor of your city, the guy in the, in the White House, the congressman, claimed the death of Jesus as a dire calamity, a deliberate mockery, Okay? Altering the Christian doctrine of the atonement. That's the original doctrine of what Jesus did, not all this other garbage that's out there. This is what they teach in the seminaries, ladies and gentlemen. This is what comes out of the Baptist Church, again founded by the Freemasons. It's blasphemous. Now, once they've done this... Then they take a communion. They don't mock the communion uh, as they prior. Then they come and they take it. And I want you to listen to what they do. Okay? Jesus said they broke bread. Okay? Or had them break bread. Okay? And then wine. So we assume the, the wine would be red, right? It's a representation of his blood. But what do they do? It's a biscuit. Nothing, nothing in resemblance to what Christ did and the wine is white. Ladies and gentlemen, if you know any Masons, and you ask them questions, they have sworn an oath to lie to you. So you're wasting your time, because those things that they have sworn, those things that they have taken the oath to, that they know that if they reveal those things, that then the curses that are in them are activated and placed upon them. All right? Now, <clears throat> next week, I'm going to be talking about the 30th and the 31st and 32nd degree in the, in the York Rite. Now, I, I, what, what, so again, what is the basis of what I just talked about? Sickness, mental illness, Cursed by God himself, how terrible it will be for those to fall into the hands of a living God. Okay, 
in this, it is so crucial to renounce, to repent, to ask for forgiveness. Now, if some of you have some of the artifacts from your grandfather, from your grandmother, and maybe even pictures, I've seen pictures of women who are in the Eastern Star and they've got the, you know, the full get-up and everything else. Um, ladies and gentlemen, those things in themselves are a representation of the abomination and they will be cursed. And I assure you that you need to get rid of those things. Do not look upon them as worth. Do not look upon them as, as a historic artifact or those things that, that um, you know, have value. They, they are cursed items. Even if you were to anoint it, the words within their, their books are a, 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 um, a defile against God in, in direct contradiction. So therefore, they are cursed. All right? Now, to break these curses off of you, then you're breaking the chain. You're breaking the tethering. Okay, that cord that binds you, that thread that runs among you for the curse will no longer go to your wife, will no longer go to your children, will no longer go to your great-grandchildren, your grandchildren. Okay? Now, just think of it. If your life sounds like any of the stuff that I've been going through, now you need to remember the definition of a curse by, by those things seen is that the same thing happens over and over and over again. Now, you can have a bounty placed on your head by demons because you have worth, you have something to give to the kingdom, and you haven't been um, properly baptized, you haven't been uh, delivered, you haven't had the curses broke off, so they still have a legal right to you. Though there is divine intervention from God, your life sucks. You're going through hell. Uh, divorces, uh, you know, just bad relationships, uh, loss of finance. Seems like the people that you care about die, abandon you, um, deceive you, betray you. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And again, these are things that are of a curse. Now, again, there's those assignments, but when when you truly get these things broke off. And that's only going to happen through the tenderness of your heart, the willful desire to humble yourself, to come as little children before God. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. To know Jesus Christ is to know the Father. And in that order, as we come unto Christ, we believe unto him. Now, in the baptism, the full immersion, there is then the putting on of Christ. So most of you, because of the corruptions within the churches, have not been properly baptized, in or it was out of order. Or the guy that was in the tub with you, or whatever you guys had, he himself might have been a mason, and he laid hands on you. Now you need to remember, they mock. Okay, they are, they are basically joined at the hip with Lucifer. And so just in relationship with them, 
because they're lying to you, they're deceiving you, and you weren't walking in the Spirit, you didn't test the Spirit, you didn't verify those things against the Word of God, then you're held responsible for it. Now, those things, because let, let me tell you something. Through my whole life, God was speaking to me. God was telling me. And I didn't receive it. And eventually, that was seared. That was cut off. And then I was left to the demise of the demons. And it was in my torment, and in, in that moment, that I realized that God was with me, and now he is not. Then I made that choice. I called out to him. I knocked. Jesus answered. And it was through the blood that I was redeemed. It was through the blood that I was brought out of this. Because without what Jesus did, you're, you're a goner. It isn't just the physical death. You're going to experience the second death. Now, you'll notice in, through Scripture, it'll say that the name was, was removed. It was taken out of the Lamb's Book of Life. So as we move through life, we do things that are contrary, that are in contradiction of God, and in, its, in your willful act of it is disobedience. Okay, you're being rebellious. And those things then, rebellious, being rebellious, are tied with witchcraft. Because in it, you're saying that I'm the one in control. Now, I, I wanted to, to go back to this here <clears throat> Uh, when I was talking about the demon, the three-headed demon, that that also in Mormonism, they believe that they are going to become gods. You need to understand that. When they say that they're like Christians, they they are you know they're they're lying, and or horribly mistaken. But in either case, they're incorrect because they're not going to be. Okay, anything like that is is a, a complete lie to humans. If humans do anything, they become cursed like a siren spirit and are bound to wander the earth like a demon. Okay? Now, when when this, you know, is told to them that they will become like gods, they really think they're going to get their own planet. Okay, never-ending sex. Where where do you hear that? Islam all right, the, the same stuff just repackaged. But the very fact of them be believing they are royalty or we will become royalty shows you how heavily they are deceived and how terrible that is. I mean, how, how does that even happen that someone goes that wrong? Well, you know what? Hmm. How about we, can you say the, the Christian mainstream church? Hmm? Can, can, can you say pre-trib? Can you say predestination? Can you say those things uh, of prosperity? Hmm? Because let me tell you, anything that takes your eyes off of Jesus is going to curse you. Those things, when you are showing unapproved, during the Bemis seat sequence that's going to take place, before Jesus Christ, you may hear away from me, I did not know you, because these things are in direct contradiction to God. Okay, and, and again, that since God sent his son and you were not obedient, you did not go, you know, keep the, the uh, Great Commission, Matthew 28, 16 through 20, uh, by preaching the gospel, making disciples of all men, keeping those things that Jesus told us to do until his return, his commandments, 
then we're not doing the works. Okay, we're not doing those things that um, show us uh, approved. Do you understand? Now let me uh, see if I can bring it up real quick here. Someone had asked me a question, and I had written uh, a pretty long thing on it. If I can find it or not, but um, I don't know if I'm going to find it or not. But anyways, the the point of it is the question was that if Jesus did everything, then then why um, is it that we have to do works? Okay, I, I here I I did find it. Let me just read this. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So being obedient and doing his will is works, okay? Because we're told that we're, we're not saved by works, right? Well, that's true. We're told we're, we're saved by believing on to Jesus. But Jesus commanded us that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So therefore, they are works. But at the same time, we are saved by believing unto him, Jesus, it is our faith in him we continue keeping and doing his will, his works. As we continue, we are consecrated, meaning that as we move forth, we're being delivered. Uh, we're having um, our relationship strength, strengthened with the Lord by getting further away from our sins, getting further away from the old man, uh, becoming new wine and new wineskins, okay, and saved by him, by our faith in him okay so this is kind of a circle you can't have one without the other this is that bondage that understanding that brings us into back into relationship when we break the circle we fall out of a relationship okay again note the great commission of jesus christ it is to keep those things he has commanded us to do until his return by doing so is going to keep his works and thus showing ourselves approved. Matthew 28:16 through 20. This act of works also shows others. Okay, we are to be a representation of the kingdom, maybe non-believers, our commitment in Jesus Christ, which the Father sees. Because the angels go about documenting and writing those things, and the books will be opened. Okay, this gives us crowns awaiting us in heaven as well, for those things that we have done and be obedient. There are many mansions and there's many rooms. There's and, and those things that we do as an obedience, uh, you know, are crowns. So at any time, without faith, we have fear. When we have fear, we're the exact opposite of faith. With fear, no one gets into heaven. We're warned about that. So remember, in baptism, we put on Christ. If you're going to do that, then act like it, all right? So if we represent Christ who lives in us, we will be willing to keep his works going because of our belief in him and our love for him, okay? Do you understand that? So, again, all the stuff that you see here in, in these lodges, the, the, the rhetoric that's taught in the churches, is not what I just read here. It's so simple. Keep it simple, you know, stupid, right? So uh, let me continue here. When you have one without the other, your works are dead, okay? And he will say, away from me, I did not know you. If you really love someone, you honor them in your commitment to show your love for them. Okay, I've talked about a marriage, okay? The marriage supper, we're, we're a bride, okay? And, and many can argue whether that's in or not, 
the point of it is is that we come into a relationship that that um, it's an agreement because you can you can fall in love with somebody and it be the wrong person and you're in trouble okay they abuse you remember the one who loves the least is the one in the most control do you understand that so you have to be very careful this is one of the reasons to guard our heart but you can also make a choice to love somebody now I've done that okay knowing that there were problems and there were issues but saying that you know what I'm going I'm I made a commitment I did it in front of the Lord and therefore I'm going to continue and so I will maintain the honor and the integrity to the marriage. So the marriage is, let's just say we put it up on the table. And the, the bride and the groom come to the table to bring to the marriage their commitment, their love, and their honor. With it, they love, they commit, and they honor each other. Okay, They give a love onto them, showing. Because, you know... So, some of you might remember, um, if you're old enough, the 50s and 60s was a time that men weren't necessarily showing a great deal of affection to their children. They worked, you know, the, the mother stayed home, she was basically the, the foundation. But many of us knew that even though they didn't, you know, do the things that would have shown more love, we knew they loved us because they took care of us. They made sure we didn't go hungry. They made sure there was a roof over our head. They made sure the bills were paid. They made sure that we were safe within that home. Now, women love to be safe. Women want to know that they can, they can trust upon an individual. And in that trust, gentlemen, there is love. They will commit to you. Now, you notice that Jesus said to the women, husbands, uh, it isn't just respect, but have reverence for your husband. So when your husband then knows that the, your wife loves, loves you and that, that those things that you do, she'll look upon them, even if you make a mistake, that you will not be condemned. So this is, this is a representation of the love of God because when we make a mistake, we correct it. And in that correction, we forgive. Okay. Now, at the marriage supper, we will attend by our loyalty and faith, keeping his commandments till the bitter end. Notice I said the bitter end. Same thing in a marriage. You've got troubles. You've got problems, okay? Maybe the, the one you're married to really is an SOB, and there's not much you can do about it. There's some people you just can't be in relationship, but you're married. Now, this is not calling for you to be abused. The moment you're being abused physically, emotionally, mentally, separate yourself. I'm not saying divorce. You need to separate yourself. Jesus didn't die on the cross so you could be abused. Do you understand? Now, I, I'm bringing this also up for the very fact that the government is exceptionally abusing us as the citizens of the United States of America. And who are the ones in these positions? The Masons, the Illuminati those of the, of, of the occult, of skull and bones. Do you understand that? So those individuals that are within these groups are of their father, the devil. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they tell you. They have taken oath to, to Lucifer. They want to become gods. 
and they want to do those things that bring harm onto us because they believe through their deception that they have been brought into an enlightenment. They are the illuminated ones. They are the ones that they think and believe that they need to be telling us what to do, which is absolutely insane because we need to understand that the whole concept of the marriage license here in the United States is a lie. I want you to understand that. Okay, nowhere is this biblically found whatsoever. You say, well, Scott, but we should be legally married because then we're fornicating. Really? No. You need to have a covenant between your wife and, and your husband, whatever situation, to, to be before God, that God is your headship, not your government, because the moment you sign that license, you have made the government your God. You've also entered into a, quote, contract you've entered into an agreement and in that agreement you have made the state that which you're in you got the license your headship of your marriage where do you find that in the bible and again what do we know about the state mean you mean the ones that are legalizing homosexuality the the, the ones who are going to allow pedophilia the ones who are going to allow bestiality the ones who infringe on your constitutional rights, the ones that are now keeping you from having a relationship with God because you can't say Jesus in public, is that the one you're committed to? Is that the one that you're telling me that you should be married to? Sir, you are horribly mistaken. See, we've been brainwashed from day one. And where does it all come from? The Masons. Why? Because of the witchcraft, the sorcery, the divination, and the deception, and the lies based on what they are. Okay? Personality disorders. You get into a relationship with someone like that, that is who they are. Do you understand that? They're not necessarily going to improve because that is who they are. Okay? Anything that is of a reptilian nature that is in full agreement with their um, with their type. Now remember, blood's thicker than water. That any time that even if they were like half human or whatever this, the deal is, believe me, when they're called to a point that they will you know either take the guillotine or join them, they're going to join. It's going to be within their spirit because they don't have the soul or the Spirit of God placed in them. God is the Spirit, is the Father of Spirits. All right? Do you understand that? It's abomination. So everything that I've just talked about in, in the past one, two, and three shows is an abomination. It has nothing to do with God. It is a direct correlation, agreement, acknowledgement, uh, ensnaring into Lucifer's death trap. Believe me, uh, it's not going to end good for these individuals. And the torment, um, you know. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. We got crowns. We got levels. They've got levels of punishment. And those who were Christians, those who believed or professed on to Jesus Christ that are in hell, I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that the demons are paying extra attention to them. And they are tormenting them beyond the normal level because they hate them more than anything. 
And just remember everything that I talk about brings the mental illness and sickness and how important it is to break these curses. See, the, the lies and the entrapment run so deep, we're in the middle of this matrix and we don't even know uh, that we're in that and much of a bondage. So please get right with God. Understand that what I'm talking about is serious business. Go to my website at scotthenser.org. Download the re, uh, Renouncing the Freemason Repairs and also the Daily Prayer Cover because if you're getting a lot of demonic activity, and by the way, um, if you're trying to do this on your own, you haven't been through deliverance, you may have some activity. So I would suggest also doing the Daily Prayer Cover to, to start kicking things out uh, so there is no ambushment, retaliation, and sabotage because um, if you grab a Gila monster by the tail, you're going to get bit. Okay, you grab a snake by the tail, you're going to get bit. So you need to how you need to know how to grab that snake. The church didn't teach you that. So please just venture forward very closely. If you have any questions, you know, email. I'm behind on my emails and my calls. I apologize. I'm going to get caught up as soon as I can. Um, but uh, and and the other thing too, I want to close out that this has been a tough month. Um, you know, I've been talking to Julie about some things. We're not sure what we're going to do here, but uh, I want to thank those who have been helping. There's been some key people that have been so instrumental in making sure that I'm able to be on this here that I, I can't even begin to tell you how much I, I thank you for that. Everything has helped. Everything has helped because this is, and, and you know, I, I, I work very hard to keep the expenditures down. The, you know, there's nothing here that is fancy. I've got the basics and yet, um, I'm one of the few, even though there are churches all over this place, nobody's really doing deliverance. Oh, and by the way, be very careful who you get your counseling from and who you go for for deliverance. If you have any questions at all, please contact me before going there. Okay, you need to remember these healing rooms, um, they're, they're based on grave sucking. I did the show on those. And they don't do background checks, and you can literally have New Agers and witches start these healing rooms. And you come in, and they lay hands on you, and, and you're messed up. You're messed up. And I've seen it over and over again, and it's terrible. And there's some other ministries, too. That So if you have a question, please, please. Um, I just, uh, I, I don't know what to say. I see people so broken and hurt and wounded because of, looking for help, and they, they, they ran into, you know, in, in nature, you know, there are those things that appear beautiful. There are those things that look like they're appealing, and they're nothing more than an, a snare and an entrapment for, uh, you know, for insects, uh, for birds, right? You know, what an incredible thing, but what a horrible thing to be ensnared and entrapped and, and taken to death. So... All right, next week I'm going to continue, and it doesn't get any better. So you please understand that what this is all about is for you to experience the second death, and that coming out of it because of the blood of Jesus Christ is your only alternative. So please go to my website and download, download this and go through it. All right, God bless everyone, and we'll see you on Tuesday. And tomorrow night, Julie and I will be out. Good night.